0: I'm Jackie Tantillo, and this is Should Have Listened to My Mother.
1: You help me stand when I start to fall. You've always been here through it all. When time gets tough, you won't let me quit. You reassure when I'm needing it. Don't think for a single second I've forgotten. That you're the best gift that I've ever got from God. I love you, mom.
0: I just love that song. I can't tell you how many times I've been playing "I Love You, Mom" by Jackson Nance. But before I introduce you to Jackson, uh, when I was 12 or 13 years old, I was in a very different place than my guest was at that age. I was having a ton of fun. I was free. I was going to school, hanging with my family and friends, spent summers on the water, sailing and fishing and crabbing. And I worked odd jobs, cleaned, definitely cleaned a lot of houses. And I curled my grandmother's hair, (laughs) probably not very well. (laughs) However, when my guest was that same age, he was writing and singing songs. And playing the guitar. Jackson always seemed to be in the right place at the right time and garnered attention from top-tier musicians and performers. So now at 22, he's released his debut single, I Love You, Mom, which you were just hearing. And he's joining us from Tennessee, Jackson Nance. It's so nice to have you with us on Should Have Listened to My Mother.
2: Miss Jackie, it's good to be here. And hey, don't be selling yourself short like that. (laughs)
0: You're a boss, too. I'm not not selling myself short. You, at such a young age, are are your parents musicians? Do you have music in your family
2: background? So my mom's grandfather, who passed before I was born, he was a guitar player, and, and, and he used to go to the church. Or he used to go to school every day before everyone else to go to the band room and tune all the instruments because he was the only one that could do it. So that's my mom can sing, but as far as real musicality, he's the only one I can think of.
0: Oh, too bad you didn't get to. Well, he's channeling you now, right? That's what I'd like to think. (laughs) I'd like to
2: think that for sure.
0: What is your mom's name?
2: Selena with a C.
0: Oh, that is so beautiful. And yes, she had, there's a very, touching story behind how you wrote this, but her birthday is November?
2: November 6th. Yes, ma'am.
0: Well, how about you just tell us a little bit about the song and, and we'll kind of intermingle getting to know your mom through this little Yeah,
2: story. for sure. So check it out. So basically one one thing that, uh, that you should know and you guys should know is birthdays, holidays, that stuff is huge at my house. You know, it's a big deal in my family. And if you can't afford to get a gift, you get a card and you write something sweet in it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so I was actually – so I was down in Orange Beach, Alabama playing uh, like five shows in a row during the time, like November 3rd to November 6th or 7th. And my mom's birthday is the 6th. And my dad got my mom tickets to Seattle to see the Eagles. So she was out of town and I was out of town. You know, we couldn't be together on her birthday. And so for whatever reason, whenever I get home, you know, and she's home, it's like the it's like the seventh or eighth. I just automatically assume that since, you know, I was not with her or around her on her birthday, I didn't have to get her anything and like an idiot i did not i didn't even get her a card. <laughs> i didn't even get her a card, jackie you'll never and
0: forget again right <laughs> i'll never i'll never
2: forget again never forget again so basically so we're all sitting in the living room on like november 8th 7th or 8th and we're having a good time it's me and my girlfriend on the couch my mom's opposite of us and and dad's to the right and we're all hanging out laughing and talking and dad you know he texts me without anyone realizing it you know while we're all sitting there talking he's like wow you should be ashamed of yourself you know the fact you didn't get your mom a gift or even a card and i was like dang it i was like yeah and so i immediately was like hey excuse me y'all and i went back to the back room and i uh got out my guitar and just freaking wrote the song man like it's never happened that way before but i was i basically sat on my bed and i was like all right i didn't get a gift so now i gotta really pull something together you know what i mean i gotta like really get this i gotta really nail this not only do i have to nail it but i've always avoided writing songs for my my parents or my brother or anything like that because them being so special to me it's like you can't write up a crappy song for A family member like that like it has to be great and so I was kind of forced into this but I ended up I'd say it ended up going pretty well I came out like 30 minutes later back into the living room and I basically came clean I was like mom I forgot to get you a card and a gift but I just went back there and wrote this song and I played the first verse started the song and I was you know reading it from my phone obviously And she starts tearing up. I start tearing up. I had to start over. She started tearing up again that now everybody's tearing up. Dad's left the room because he's not going to listen to it because he's not trying to cry. And then the third time I was able to get through it, and she, she loved it. So it was a good little win for me. (laughs) <laughs> it not was cool. only now, for
0: you for your mom but for ev- all
2: of us that get to hear it and share it. yeah exactly exactly and i'm so glad people like it because i i actually i was due to be in the studio the next month and i actually was not going to record that song and i played it for my producer and he was like dude you have to record the song i was like really because you know it's like vulnerable because it's about my mom and all this stuff so but it's cool. I'm glad people like it, and I'm glad you like it as well.
0: Oh, my gosh. We all have moms, and you dedicated it to mothers out there everywhere, right? I mean, oh, it's sure. so touching. And now for sure. State, you really raise the stake for our kids, though, because— <laughs> <laughs> we'll see,
2: I raised—no, no, what you don't realize is I messed it up for, for me, For yourself. Too. What I— what, I, what am I going to do on Mother's Day? Now my girlfriend's <laughs> expecting a, an incredible song, which I'm, I'm working on, but you know it doesn't come that easy.
0: Mm. Well, if you're honest from the heart, as you've been so far, it will come, right? It's oh, hard. I appreciate and When that. the pressure's on to create anything, it, it just makes it that much harder.
2: Well, and, and I'll tell you this too, which I'm totally in agreement with what you just said. So I'm a big Beatles fan. And one thing about Paul McCartney, He's like one of my heroes. It's like he's written some of the best songs, you know, that have ever been released, you know, and and they're all really a lot of them are really simple. But simplicity is like the hardest thing to do, you know, because mm-hmm. it's easy to overthink stuff. You know, and but, he
0: had a, he had music. That's all his brain. That's all he must see, sense and feel or musical notes. I mean, 24-7 mm, yeah. I imagine he's so talented
2: oh I, I bet and, and you know it just it goes to show that no one ever got anywhere overthinking you know so yeah.
0: so tell me um your mom like was it homework before music in your house or was it Jackson so can go do whatever he
2: wants <laughs> so it, pretty 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 cool story so I'll start from the beginning okay so basically, so I'm from Laurel, Mississippi. I've said Hattiesburg before, but due to the success of the HGTV network, people now know what Laurel is, which I didn't realize, but I'm from Laurel, Mississippi. And I grew up down there till I was eight. My whole family's from down there. And, you know, typical like athletic family doing sports from the time I'm like four years old or whatever. Then, you know, we move up here in 2008. Well, I somehow or another get interested in music. I start going around to like Dan McGinnis, BB Kings, you know, different places in Nashville as like a 10 year old playing on the patios because I can't get in the bars. And then when I was 12, so I'm attending school during all this. Right. So I, I went to school during up until the middle of the fifth grade. Then I came home from school and I told my parents, that I was ready to get serious about music and I wanted to do online school and either they were crazy or they were amazing. And I think it's the latter. I think they were super amazing. They, they sat down and talked to my principal and she was like, honestly, you know, I think, you know, Jackson's already missed so many days (laughs) that, you know, due to traveling and stuff. And also I think Taylor Swift went to that school and she was like, Taylor did the same thing. So that was the cool little notch on the belt. That was the cool thing to hear. But um so yeah, so she was basically like, Yeah, I think Jackson's social enough to where it won't hurt him. And so I started doing online school when I was 12. I got a guitar when I was 12, and I also started writing songs when I was 12. And from that point on, for the next like for the next like three or four years, I played guitar like eight hours a day. And just wrote, you know, as much as I could, which most of the songs were crappy, but, but, you know, I, I would sit down and and I don't condone this to any, any people in school listening to this, but I, you know, it's all online school. So I would, you know, and my my mom was not supporting this. She didn't know this at the time, but I can talk about it freely. I would look up the answers and do like three weeks in a day. (laughs) (laughs) And then for the next three weeks. I would just play guitar and just sit at my monitor and, you know, like kind of act like I was really immersed in my school, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would we do without Google? Um, oh, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Well, it seems so far so good, I'd say, you know? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. So what? you have a sibling. You mentioned a brother. Do you have a brother?
2: Yes, ma'am, I do. So he's six years older than me, and he's uh, – He's all, he was like the athlete of, of the two of us. I, I guess you know, my mom and dad are, are really, you know, athletic and, and talented as far as that goes, but, but he was the one that really you know, kind of carried that through. you know, like he, he was like the fastest kid to ever go to his, his, ba- uh, his high school. Like he ran like a four, three nine, he was a 40-yard dash. like he was super fast, you know he was super good at stuff. And meanwhile, I'm over here sitting on the couch playing guitar but but he's all and he's super supportive of me too which is cool which i I definitely appreciate because you know it's like i we used to be at the ball field all the time like even though i stopped playing baseball like eight years old i pretty much grew up at the ballpark watching him you know Mm -hmm. so it's cool and he's married now and he's killing it he's got a great job and he's uh just got a house about a year ago so i'm proud of him
0: and what is his name
2: his name is madison Mattis. (laughs) Mattis.
0: Mattis. <laughs> well, it's, yes, ma'am. it's really nice to have the family support, right? I mean, oh, so yeah. Were you got, was it dinners together all the time? Every night you ate dinner together, or were you guys all over the place? Sports makes it complicated,
2: but. So on, on, on nights like that, you know, it's like just hitting Sonic or something. But I remember, you know, especially when, you know, we were all at the house, like, we would definitely try and eat dinner every night, especially on Sundays, like Sundays family day, you know. And so, you know, like we were, were, we were the type of family that, like, without without sounding weird, I would go to my friends' houses growing up and see that their fi- their family dynamic was so different. Like, I I realized how blessed I am because my family's really close from from being around other other families which i'm sure there's great you know there's a lot of great families out there but it really put into perspective how how you know blessed i am to have the family i do you know
0: yeah it really um you you, and it's interesting because most kids they don't you know they're just hanging out they like playing with the other kids games or toys or whatever right the distraction stuff but Mm -hmm. when you see the core of of the differences right it's for sure. amazing it's really remarkable how young kids pick stuff up and they become oh, it's, appreciative hopefully appreciative of what they have
2: it is and 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 my parents my dad in particular has always been like straight shooter pretty like low tolerance for bs and things like that which i you know there were times growing up where i thought you know he was being too tough on us or anything like that but now you know a lot of the qualities people Point out, and my brother and I are qualities we would not have without him being hard on us. So I think it's, I think it's great to be to you know to like hold your kids to a high standard for sure. You know, yeah. So
0: was it good cop bad cop? Your dad was the tough one, and your mom was your mom.
2: Well, or it was a little much? bit of that, but it was, <laughs> but but listen, it was also this. There'd be times you know I get in trouble, and she'd be like, "All right, wait, you know, when your dad gets home, he's going to handle it," and and come to find out years later, he'd, he'd be like, I didn't want to handle it. Y'all didn't do anything to me, he was, <laughs> but I had to, you know? So dad, like me and dad, like when I turned like 13, uh, you know, we just, I mean, we've always hung out, but as I've gotten older, you know, it's like, he obviously he'll smack me on the head if I'm doing something wrong. Not, not actually, but you know, he'll like put me put me back in line but he's you know we have a great relationship we're like friends you know he's like my guide if you know what i'm saying
0: absolutely so
2: so so i talk to him so me and my brother always say if we're like emotional and all this stuff we talk to mom because we don't talk to dad because dad will be like hey it's in your head you just got to work through it you know mom will rub your back and be like oh baby and all you know the mom stuff Whereas dad's like, you ain't going to get nothing done sitting there doing that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Feeling sorry for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we know who to talk to, you know, but if I need any, if I ever need anything at all, he's the guy. Right. Did your mom work? No, ma'am. So for the first time, well, so, I mean, when my, my brother was born in 93 and I think she had worked before that, but since like her dreams always been to be a mom, which is actually kind of cool that this song is the first song I have because she's like always said that she like her whole purpose and dream in life was to be a mom and have a family, which is cool. So for the first time, and I think like probably maybe 25 years, 26 years, her and my dad have a real estate team. So she, you know, she's like a real sweet person. So she like sends you know a lot of houses to to the clients things like that she like makes them food you know does all this stuff like develops relationships with them you know and and you know shows like she really cares about them that's why people love working with them cuz you know that's they're, they're just really they're just really good about that stuff like you know like showing like showing uh interest beyond just making money like getting invested in people you know
0: Wow, that's pretty great. What kind of food will she cook? Do you have a favorite dish that she makes? Oh, man.
2: So this is a little nod to you up in Jersey. So I love eggplant. But she makes it like, so she fries it, you know, like like the Italian style, all that stuff. But she, like, makes it super crispy, which is cool. I like that. I like, hmm. Honestly, she she makes great southern food, like fried chicken too. You know, because there's that now whole there's hungry. that whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> and listen, I'm not like a vegetarian or anything, but she makes vegetarian lasagna, which I actually really like even more though, more so than regular lasagna. So she's doing something right.
0: That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is she from Mississippi originally?
2: Both yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. They both are.
0: And why did you guys move to Tennessee for for your music? No.
2: No, ma'am. So that it, it's weird how it all worked out. You would it's it seems like it was for that, but so you know, like the whole recession in two thousand eight, the economy. Yeah. Dad was working with a company and obviously, you know, they got hit pretty hard with that. And so he took a job up here. I'm pretty sure that's that's like kind of the events that, that moved us here. When you
0: close your eyes and you think of your mom, what do you see, sense and feel? Can you describe her and what you feel when you picture your mom?
2: Well, I can't say that this is an original idea because my brother came up with this, but he's always said to me that mom's the closest thing to an angel out of anyone he's ever met. And I I definitely agree with that. You know, she's She's, you know, definitely someone that has always supported me in whatever I'm doing, you know, like a hundred percent, which I, you know, I look around and, you know, I look at some of the things that I've done, you know, whether it be signing with Warner or whatever. And, and obviously that stuff takes, takes hard work, but beyond anything, I, I think that anyone that's able to have success in an industry like this, there, obviously there's exceptions, but I feel like you have to have a good family support. And I mean, as far as, you know, I I could be a lot better musically as a writer, as a singer. But one thing I think I'm pretty lucked out on is my family and, you know, my mom's support and my dad's support. I I think I've pretty much got all of that that I need. And so I'm I'm very grateful for that.
0: It is. It's definitely a tough industry and and people pull you in all different directions. So if you have that, that brass ring... I think you're you're going to be okay because it's it can oh, be yeah. overwhelming, right? For
2: sure, and and I think that's what's important, especially about having a good family. Is you know, you see people, you know, have their their like wild, you, you know, when they when they achieve the the dream they've been chasing, and they you know get the money or or the the fame or whatever, they kind of like freak out and spin around, you know, and do a bunch of crazy stuff. I feel like if you already have a solid foundation you know, that does, I feel like that's not as bound to happen.
0: Good for you. Got to keep your feet on the ground, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: That's great. So um, Jackson Nance is my guest and you are the the youngest ever to get a, a publishing deal with Warner, correct?
2: Something like that. Yes, (laughs) Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, I always feel like, weird. Just, I never know what to I say. I shouldn't
0: even have brought that up. We we're just talking about being grounded.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I just never know what to say because I don't want to be like sure was, you know. I don't know what to say. But, you've, but yes, they've I was. given
0: you this golden opportunity to work with some of the best writers in in Tennessee, correct? In Nashville. Oh gosh,
2: yeah. So this is yes. like
0: your English course, your your college class level.
2: <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you this. So Scott, you know, Scott Hendricks or, or Ben Vaughn, any of them. So I met Scott Hendricks, who was the vice president of Warner when I was 13 and he started mentoring me. And then when I was 15, so the press release, all right, all right, I'll, I'll get technical. So the press release says 16, but I actually signed when I was 15. So the way it worked was, so he was my mentor from the, from the time I was 13 and then when I was fifteen, I signed so a publishing deal slash artist development deal. So he, so basically, I had a meeting with him at fifteen, and he was like, "All right, we need to get you a publishing deal." So he walked me downstairs to Ben Vaughn's office, who is the pre, who at the time was not the president of Warner Chapel, but is now. And Ben, I sat there and entertained Ben and the whole staff of Warner Chapel for probably three hours, and. I would played, you know, maybe the five songs I'd written plus another maybe 10 or 15 songs I didn't, you know, like old Motown songs and blues and stuff like that. And uh, after, you know, the negotiation process and all that super fun stuff, we were able to to get something solidified. And so it was a publishing deal with Warner Chapel as well as an artist development deal with Warner Records.
0: That's pretty impressive. That's extra very impressive. I mean, all the years I've worked in radio, you know, I got to know all the music reps and the, know all the backstories of how tough this industry can be. Um, so this is this is really uh, an incredible opportunity for you and, and I'm oh I, absolutely. I, I just think it's the best. So there's one that and this was I love this video. it was on YouTube and you were playing with Tim Pierce
2: at a oh, there's a story behind guitars. that there's a story behind that <laughs> go ahead so can i tell you the story really please fast? okay so i'm out so I- i've worked in LA like quite a lot like at one point it was pretty much half time there so i was so so listen the thing you got to know about dad dad's a business guy right dad is always he's told me he's like you know there's no such thing as luck it's you know if you're prepared you know when the opportunity hits that, you know, that's, you, you know, it's productivity creates opportunity basically. And so, so I'm out there in LA and I'm like bugging the crap out of them. Like I want to go to Norman's rare guitars, please, please. Can we go? Cause you know, I see the YouTube videos and all that stuff. Well, I walk in and you know, they do the little video series and stuff like that. You know, they were filming someone when we walked in that's, so that's kind of how we knew that. And dad says, Jackson, start singing i was like why he said start singing and i promise you they'll stop everything and do a video and i was like dad i'm not trying to do that i'm just trying to look at guitars and sure enough he talked me into it i just started singing and norm walked out and said hold on it put on a minute and made everybody stop playing and we ended up filming like six videos after that so (laughs) I've, i've yeah so he he went and got he went and got Tim and was like listen man you 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 and this kid need to do y'all need to do some videos together so I met him that day and it was cool because you know I I've you know I've had the privilege of meeting a lot of great session musicians over the years you know everyone from 80 years old to, to 25 years old you know like guys that were had 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 in the industry back in the seventies, eighties, nineties. So it was cool meeting someone like that who has been around through that time because I was able to connect with them with relationships that we both shared.
0: Very, I mean, but they—it's been known that you do—you happen to be in the right place at the right time. So they, oh. so I've read,
2: right? Oh well, listen to this. Listen to this. So, so the whole Scott thing, like me getting signed with Warner. So check this out. Okay, so there's a little open mic. It's a little venue in Leapers Fork, Tennessee, about 15 minutes from Franklin, Tennessee, called Puckets. Okay? Mm -hmm. So so when I was 12, I lived in Gallatin, Tennessee, which is about 30 minutes north of Nashville, about an hour away from Leapers Fort, where the open mic is. And somebody that I was working with at the time, I was like 12, okay? Somebody that I was working with at the time told me and my family about this open mic and that it, it'd be good for me to get some live experience, you know, more live experience and play there. Mind you, I'd been playing guitar probably a month and a half at this point. So I had written, I think, one or two songs. One of, them was, was about, w- one of them was about getting sand in my crack. So that shows you where I was. <laughs> but anyway... So we drive down to this place for the first time ever and I play this open mic. It just so happens that the son of the founder of healthcare centers of America lives in that town. And one of his buddies was there watching and he calls this guy named Aubrey Preston. Aubrey helped Haley Williams from Paramore Kesha. You know, he's, Friends with Justin Timberlake, you know, introduced me to Scott Hendricks, all these people, right? Friends with Wayland's band, you know, or the the guys that are still here. But so he saw me play the first night I was there. I met him. The first time I ever played at this place. And he's what ultimately got me my deal at Warner and bought me like seven guitars. And, you know, just introduced me to all these people. It was from one show, an hour away from where I lived, one open mic at 12 that's and what the started doors
0: flooded open
2: that's what started man that that's why i'm such a believer in you know i'm that's why i say I'm blessed i'm definitely blessed because there's there's a lot of really talented people i almost think that talent is not the baseline really it, it it's more than that it's about what opportunities are you willing to track down you know you have to make yourself available you do but possible. it also
0: it depends on who you your core and and how That's you true, interact with people and if you know because when you meet somebody and you're turned off or you get a bad vibe right away then it's like okay yes nice to meet you see you later bye but um you've that. definitely got a serendipity and good karma and great energy and you just keep going forward and you always help someone you always help pay back a little bit too right
2: Absolutely, for sure, yeah. for sure, and I appreciate you saying those things too.
0: Oh, it's very important. But you, you're, you're gonna do great, Jackson Nance. I want to <laughs> thank you so much. Why well, you? We got to so do this again, though. I want to share your music and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay, good. We got to come see you perform. That would be really oh, fun. That or would be New awesome. York. That would be really wonderful, Jackson Nance. Your music yes, is for available fun. for downloads and streaming on all digital platforms. I love you, Mom. Is yes, his debut am. single I thank you for joining us on Should have listened to my mother And say hi to your mom
1: Oh I absolutely will <laughs> I hope you have a great day okay <laughs> You too You help me stand when I start to fall You've always been hit through it all When time gets tough You won't let me quit You reassure when I'm needing it Don't think for a single second I've forgotten. You're the best gift that I've ever got from God. I love you, Mom. I love you.